This is the Magic and Medicine Podcast, and I am your host, Sarah Rain. I am a healing artist and a witch based in Portland, Oregon, and I work with Reiki, tarot, sound, and intuition to offer support, guidance, and empowerment to you, my clients, and community. In this podcast, I weave personal stories, energetic insights, and the wisdom that I've learned along my path to explore the realms of magic and medicine. I hope there is some good medicine for you here, and thank you for joining me where the magic happens. Hello, babes. Welcome back to Magic and Medicine. I am, as always, so happy to be here with you today. Happy August, happy Leo season, happy middle of summer. I hope that it has been so full and abundant and fun and sunny and fabulous for you so far. I hope that you have been just enjoying life and finding pleasure and experiencing the world in a way that only really happens in summer. Um, I know I have been, and it has been, has felt really, really good. Um, and I'll get into that a little bit when I talk about the vibes today. So this is our magic of the month episode, our first magic of the month episode called Fire and Desire, the magic of August. Um, and if you don't know that reference, (laughs) Fire and Desire is a very spicy uh, duet ballad between Rick James and Tina Marie. It's kind of like a, it's it's very vibey, a little naughty. And when I was <laughs> sitting down to tap into the energies of this month and think about what the name of this episode should be, that it kind of just popped into my head and it felt really right. Um, so that's the vibe we're in today, fire and desire. And my voice is a little like, smoky for no reason so it kind of is adding to this uh this sexy vibe (laughs) that we have going on today so magic of the month and as you may have remembered um if you listened to the last episode this episode the monthly episodes are going to be replacing the full moon episodes that were previously happening so this is where you'll get your juicy collective tarot reading for the month ahead and just kind of be able to check in with the energy at the top of each month. So I'm excited to be launching this year in Leo season. So the structure, the flow of today is going to be, I'm going to share some quick updates, try to keep it pretty brief um, about what I have on offer this month in case you want to work a little deeper with my magic this month. I will be talking about the vibes of the month. So that'll be informed both by like the astrology and also, you know, when I, as I mentioned earlier, I kind of like tapped in and meditated and just kind of like connected to what I perceive as the energy of this month. And so I kind of like have a bunch of stuff that came through. So we'll talk about that. Then I will talk about the astrology what is happening, what are the major shifts and kind of dates to be aware of. Um, Disclaimer, as always, I'm not an astrologer, but I'm someone who uh, is involved with living by the stars and the planets. So I like to share, you know, what I know and what I understand with y'all so that you can also, you know, have an informed 
experience and not just think that you're going mad because, you know, some (laughs) crunchy transits might be happening. And then we'll take a quick break for the sponsor and then we will do our collective tarot reading for the month ahead and then we'll say goodbye. So it should be nice and juicy and fulfilling for you, I hope. Um, Okay, so real quick, let's talk about what I have going on this month. So if you are in Portland, I actually have two in-person events happening this month. Um, The first is on August 8th, uh, which is the new moon in Leo. It's also the Lionsgate portal that I'll talk about a little later. So I'm doing an outdoor new moon circle. Um, in a park in southeast Portland it's going to be super lovely Um, and so if you're in Portland and that sounds good to you you can check the links in our show notes and then also in person in Portland on August 22nd I'll be doing a full moon Reiki sound journey alongside Kat um, at a really beautiful community space called Earth Space PDX So yeah, these will be the first in-person events for, you know, since February of 2020, really crossing my fingers that, you know, the COVIDs don't get bad enough again that I have to cancel or change. I'm just trying to like hold space for optimism, but of course, you know, I'll make any adjustments necessary as reality (laughs) arrives at my doorstep. Um, Yeah, I want to be responsible. But I also like, you know, it's, I also really want to enjoy being in person while we can, especially the outdoor event, um, because that's, you know, quite a bit safer. So stay tuned. But hopefully those both happen as planned because I've been looking forward. And if you're not in Portland, um, I don't have any public online events this month, but I will be doing a, a free online event for my patrons, for my $10 patrons. This will be part of the quarterly um, events that I do for them and it's the date TBD but if you want to get in on it you can jump in my patreon and you'll actually get to vote on when the event is and what kind of event it is so if you want to be around me in the internet sphere that is your best bet and then in September I'm launching something really exciting that I'm still ironing out all the details but that will be a really amazing way um, to consistently be in that internet world with me and receive support and just kind of like have the consistency of working our magic together. So stay tuned. Probably later this month, I'll be announcing what that is. Um, I also have a few special Leo season offers. Um, So the first is the Leo season herbal magic box, which I'm really excited about. This is through my my brand, my apothecary, Sun and Rain. And basically it's just like a little vibey little magic box um, that includes things that I've made with a lot of love. It includes a rosewater hydrosol face spray, a magical integrity oil roll-on, and then a personal um, tarot poem and affirmation postcard, which is you know a thing I started doing a few months ago, and they're very gorgeous and very potent. Um, and it's really cool if you want, you know, usually tarot readings are either like you know in person, like they happen, or over video, and it's like kind of you experience it. Or you might get like a PDF, but this is a really cool way to have something that's really tangible. And like for me, I, you know, I did this reading for myself for, for August or for Leo season rather. 
And I've been keeping, you know, these cards out of my desk and it just really helps me to like remember, you know, what energy I am in. And it's just nice to have something that you can like touch. So those are available. There's just a few. It's limited quantities and they are $30. So it's a really, really good deal um, if you want some handmade magic. And then the last thing is I'm offering a Leo season birthday discount to all Leo sons because I love you. Um, so that is going to be 10% off of any service with me or actually also with Kat because um, it's through Firebird. So if you're a Leo and you're like, I really want a birthday reading or a birthday Reiki session or sound healing, whatever it is, um, this is your time. You get a discount. You are special. So hop hop on it. Okay, so that those are my updates. So let's talk about what's going on here. <laughs> so obviously I've mentioned it quite a few times. Um, we are in Leo season. We have been in Leo season and we will be until August 22nd, um, which is our full moon in Aquarius, our second full moon in Aquarius, and when the sun is going to move into Virgo. So Leo season, as you all know by now, I am a Leo rising. <laughs> I, I say it loud and proud, and you know, my fellow Leo risings know like how much uh, of an identity it is for us. Um, so I love it. And I'm also, you know, a Sagittarius sun. So I'm very, very comfortable in this energy of fire. Uh, depending on what your, you know, personal astrology is, you may or may not be as comfortable in the energy of fire. And I think that Leo season is like a really intense version of that because you know here in the northern hemisphere um it happens like during august during the hottest month of probably the hottest month of the year um so we've got like the energy of fire and then we've also got like the heat to go along with it so there's like a lot of uh, <laughs> combustion that's possible there's a lot of heat that's possible there's a lot of like magic and alchemy that's possible um there's a lot of possibilities, really, but, you know, because we have heat on heat on heat, fire on fire on fire, you know, one of the things to kind of be aware of or to look out for is to, like, not get burned, to not burn others, to not, um, you know, burn yourself out. Just be aware of, like, the levels of spiciness <laughs> that you are both inhabiting and putting out into the world. Um, I know for me, like that, you know, even just, you know, before August has started just this, you know, bit of Leo season that we've been in, I've noticed that like my, my special like anger has been easier to be activated. Um, I'm joking about special anger. I've heard it called sacred anger before. And, and really, you know, anger does have a place like the emotion, feeling the emotion of anger does have a place, but just be aware of whether, you know, whether you want to hold on to that, whether you want to be in it, whether you want to allow it to have like a manifestation or an effect in the outside world, especially in, you know, within your intimate relationships or partnerships, um, just being intentional about how you use your fire um, because you don't want to like, you know, hurt someone's feelings in a way that like you're going to later regret when you have kind of like calmed down and like checked your own ego a little bit and because like leo energy you know can be a lot about 
this kind of ego, this kind of like, you know, focusing and centering your own experience, um, it can potentially be a little bit harder to kind of have that awareness and that empathy um, that maybe you might have had a little more of that in cancer season. Um, So just being aware of that. And just in, you know, I've just been thinking a lot this month about like how to channel and utilize your fires in like a good, (laughs) quote unquote, good way in a way that feels like generative and like wonderful. Um, You know, so obviously, you know, examples of that could be using your fire for and I'm talking about like your energetic fire. We all have that aspect in us, whether or not we're fire signs and it, you know, especially gets activated during this time. So you could be using your fires for creativity to create something. Um, You could be using your fires to dance, to go to dance parties, to go and like build you know, actual fires to go camping. (laughs) Um, If there is not a fire ban where you live, you can be using your fires to do some like deep uh, inner transformational work. um, If that's what you want to do. You know, there's a lot of ways to work with that energy of fire. And the more that you kind of like, like anything, like the more that you pay attention to it and cultivate it and are very intentional about how you use it, the less kind of accidental burns can happen here and there. So it's this idea of kind of like burning clear or burning clean, like being aware of of that power and the energy that you have um, and just being aware and using it, you know, very intentionally and very responsibly. Um, so yeah, you might want to think about like getting in touch with some of your passions and maybe even just like, getting down to like the core of like what activates your pleasure, what activates your fun, um, what makes your heart feel like really full and like warm and like there's energy moving and just kind of like thinking about, you know, whether that's like writing that out, journaling that, or just thinking about it or just like doing it and experiencing it. Um, there's an invitation to really like allow yourself to be with your passions Um And also you can like let off some of that steam through as like dancing, like I said, or like any kind of exercise or motion allows you to kind of like let that fire (laughs) move through you. Um, And yeah, but don't be afraid. Like, you know, I'm I'm just talking about that because I was like recently having some experiences with like my anger getting activated and I just it's kind of at the top of my mind. But I don't want to scare you at all. Like there's a lot of really good and fun and pleasurable invitations this month. Um, And so you really can, you know, be bold and not be afraid to like let yourself burn bright, to put yourself out there, to go for your full pleasure experiences. Um, There's an invitation with this Leo season magic to like really see about feeling like sexy and fulfilled to maybe work with like glamour magic which can just be you know dressing up like putting on wild makeup or even just putting on a little makeup or putting on a little jewelry like something that feels like when you are like adorning yourself that you're you know somehow shifting the vibration that you're in that you know that to me is kind of the basics of what glamour magic are 
Um, and there's an also like an invitation to like be a little bit of a shapeshifter, <laughs> to be a little bit of like a trickster to see, you know, what different forms you can take and to allow yourself to really play with identity and expression. Um, and really, again, just like following your desire, following your passion, following your pleasure and allowing yourself to, you know, visually, you know, inhabit any forms that you want to um, because you don't need to like stick with it. It's just play. It's just dress up. Um, and also thinking about that, you know, the image of the phoenix, the image of the firebird, the image of like, you know, like burning through in order to release old forms old shapes that don't really fit you anymore um, and allowing them to really burn away so that something new and beautiful and gorgeous with like a ton of potential can kind of rise up in its place because leo is you know so much about expression as well um there's an opportunity for you know kind of vocal magic and working on your own expression your own voice whether that be you know like writing and reciting poetry you know whether that be speaking up for yourself advocating for yourself whether that be like singing like going to karaoke um there's a lot of ways to work or just like by yourself just like singing you know and just allowing yourself to find pleasure in it um you know that's the kind of vocal magic we can do and in general you know leo <laughs> invites us to you know to prioritize ourselves and that's not you know of course there can be like shadow sides to that if we're you know doing it in a way that you know ends up harming others in some manner but there's also a lot of medicine to prioritizing ourselves there's you know a lot of us especially those who are <clears throat> socialized as women um <laughs> we have a tendency to put others first we have a tendency to caretake others to be in that role of caretaker homemaker you know even if we're not even if we you know have a job and are doing things like different than you know the traditional model of the patriarchy there still is that kind of instinct to take care of others so you know, turning that level of care and attention to yourself um, can be a really radical thing um, and allowing yourself to like receive pleasure and care from yourself can be a really radical kind of magic. Um, so, you know, tuning into your own desires, which might mean, you know, tuning out the world a bit or kind of taking space um, away from others a bit just to, you know, get clear on what you want. And then you probably, you know, because the season is just like this, like you probably will want to uh, go out and socialize <laughs> and party. And like, you know, if you do that glamour magic, if you dress up, if you kind of like activate that fire and that confidence, like, of course, you want to like go out and be seen and be adored um, and just, you know, be the magical being sacred being that you are um and so right now I really you know as I mentioned before like who knows what's happening with the COVID you know there's a bummer summer no bummer summer but um bummer future you know we might go into lockdowns again or you know something like that so 
you know, what I'm trying to do is to like live in the moment and be here now and really, really savor like every little like particle of life that I get to live. And of course, I'm, you know, still trying to be as responsible as possible. I'm not trying to like you know, do things that are too risky in terms of like exposure, but I mean, I'm vaccinated, but within that, I'm also trying to like really, really, really enjoy my summer because, you know, who knows what the future holds. And I guess, you know, that goes for any time at all. Nobody ever knows what the future holds exactly. But I think this summer I'm really feeling this energy of just like really enjoying and experiencing life, um, living like there's no tomorrow and just being in it um and of course you know I've talked mostly about Leo season because it takes up most of our month until August 22nd and I feel like you know yeah like this is the time to just like live like be a little messy follow our passions like burn bright you know be aware of our fires, see about shaping and channeling our fires. And then I think once we have that shift into Virgo season and that full moon in Aquarius that kind of marks that transition, I think we're all going to feel like a pull towards kind of like, you know, cleaning up and getting things into order and kind of like grounding down and getting ready to, you know, to go into fall and fall, you know, is a time it's like back to school, back to work, you know, it's a time of kind of and especially Virgo season is a time of, you know, focused productivity, and it's a time of organization. Um, And so I think that if you have any like big, you know, stuff like that coming up, like, you know, work to do, and this we will kind of get into that in our reading today a little bit. But just knowing that, you know, Leo season might not be the best time, but knowing that like once Virgo season comes around, you are going to feel a lot more, you know, capable and able to like focus and able to really get down to the nitty gritty and clean up any messes that you made (laughs) in Leo season um, and really ground back down to, you know, that kind of more work and home and like orderly focused life. Um. So don't worry, that's coming. And then the last thing I'll say about um, Leo season is I, I, when I was in my meditation, I kind of tapped into the energy of my grandma, Jackie, who's on the other side. Um, she was a Leo and she was just like really, really wonderful. I loved her. We obviously got along really well because we we're both fire signs. And I just kind of like asked her for for a phrase to give you all. And her phrase was live fabulously. So live fabulously, darlings. And this month will be wonderful for you. <laughs> okay, so before I get into the astrology, um, there is one more thing I want to mention, which is that on August 1st, which is today, day for me (laughs) um there is a pagan slash celtic holiday that's called lamas and it's one of the cross-quarter holidays on the wheel of the year and it is the first harvest holiday or harvest festival and you know there's many traditions depending on which culture like which european country you're looking at and if they all have some you know version of this around this time um but one version of you know traditionally what would happen is like it's the first time you harvest the grains in the field and you bake like the first loaf of bread from this year's harvest and you bless that bread and like there's you know other stuff that goes on celebrating um so 
you know, for you in your life, if you can think about, you know, what has come to fruition for you by now, like what has come to harvest, like what have you been putting in work on all year, especially since the spring and how is it looking right now? Like what are, what are you ready to harvest? Um, you can also do some kind of like gratitude work. You can do some ancestral gratitude work, honoring your ancestors. You can do some, you know, crafts, seasonal crafts, um, especially involving like corn husks. Um, or you can, you know, just do nothing. Um, but just knowing that like as we progress through the wheel of the year, like this is one marker to kind of take stock of and to kind of just like be aware of and honor. Okay, so let's talk about astrology. So as I've been talking a lot about, um, the sun is currently in Leo, which means that it's Leo season. And so Leos are a fixed fire sign. Um, They are the sign of the lion. And, you know, as I've talked about, like, they are fun, fabulous, creative, expressive. They love, you know, being seen, being adored, you know, kind of receiving that royal treatment. You can think about, <laughs> I don't know why this just came into my mind, but like the the, the lion who's the king in the Robin Hood uh <laughs> animation children's animation um or you know the lion king that other children's animation um you know the lions are the king of the jungle and the leos you know see themselves in that same royal way obviously um you know some shadow traits are kind of like yeah that you know fixation on self which can lead to sometimes being like self-centered can lead to being stubborn and because they are a fixed sign like they really want things their way um but of course I love them and so that is we are in Leo season until August 22nd and then the sun moves into Virgo um and Virgo is a mutable earth sign it's the the sign of the virgin and it's very much about like yeah, they're like, you know, all earth signs, I think, are like, you know, hard workers in the zodiac. But Virgo specifically excels at like the little details and like the systems of organization and like getting things really orderly and clean. Um, and I think that, you know, yeah, so that's the kind of like energy that we'll be shifting into. I think as far as like shadow sides, like there could be, you know, a tendency to be a little bit like overly critical or picky you know but of course we all yeah we all have our (laughs) pluses and minuses you know that may or may not have to do with astrology so leo to virgo is a really big shift because it really is like that as i mentioned like all the intensity of this like burning bright like living to your fullest like going wild being messy being all the things um and then moving, shifting into this, like, calm, cool, and collected, hardworking, like, organized earth sign. So it's a really big shift, and it's, you know, really, we don't have our fall equinox until, you know, September 22nd, which is the end of Virgo season, but really, like, Virgo season's the beginning of fall, so it's, like, that shift from summer to fall. Um, 
As far as our other planets, uh, Mercury is in Leo as well until August 11th and then shifts into Virgo from August 11th to August 30th. Um, so again, you're going to have, you know, with Mercury in Leo right now, um, it just moved into Leo on July 27th. And for me, it has, I have felt that shift very intensely. And what it has actually looked like for me is like being really, really social. <laughs> and I've actually been like meeting a lot of new people and just like talking to a lot of new people and just like wanting to like connect and share energy and like, you know, just open myself up to people and just be very like chatty and social um, and kind of like that sunny sunshiny energy so that's what it's felt like for me um, and then you know when once Mercury moves into Virgo um, you know your words might you might just choose your words a bit more carefully you might just like work you know choose where you direct your energy and your connections and make sure that it's like you know a practical <laughs> reasonable reason why um venus is in virgo venus went into virgo on july 21st and will be there until august 15th and then moves into libra from august 16th to september 10th um yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get into all of the details of all of the astrology right now i'm going to tell you what they are if you want more detailed written out understanding of this um you can check my patreon we're gonna have a month ahead pdf where i'll kind of write this out a bit more um or of course you know there's a million astrologers on the internet i recommend Ch Channy nicholas um so i'll just zoom through these so that we can get to our reading as well so venus is moving from virgo into libra on August 16th and that will feel you know again like a big shift and Libra is like a really lovely place um, for Venus to be in. Venus is one of the rulers of Libra so I think we'll definitely feel that shift when that happens. Um, Mars is currently in Virgo and will be in Virgo until September 14th. Jupiter is retrograding in Aquarius uh, that started on July 28th and actually goes all the way until October 18th and then Jupiter goes direct but stays in Aquarius until very end of the year December 28th and then moves into Pisces um, and Saturn is also retrograding in Aquarius right now um, the retrograde started May 23rd and also goes until October 10th and then Saturn stays in Aquarius for a long time until March 23rd or March 2023. So for you, you know, how you might think about this is like looking at your own astrology chart and looking at which house is ruled by Aquarius because we each have a house that's ruled by Aquarius. And um, if you have any planet, you know, placements there, you may or may not. Um, so like for me... Uh, Aquarius is my seventh house of committed partnerships and so with Jupiter and Saturn both retrograding there there's a lot of like restructuring and also like a lot of expansion and abundance so like a lot of change for me um, and it, you know it's pretty intense but also like exciting um, so looking at your own chart looking at what house Aquarius rules will help you to kind of determine how these retrogrades these you know long-term retrogrades that are really coloring the energy of the year how they might be affecting you all right so and lastly 
we have Chiron retrograding in Aries. Chiron is the minor planet, the wounded healer, and that's also retrograding for most of the year until December 19th. Uranus is still in Taurus and Neptune is still in Pisces and Pluto is still in Capricorn. All right. So those are the planets and the transits. Um, The significant lunations that we have going on, we have a new moon in Leo, as I mentioned, on the Lionsgate portal, which is August 8th, 8-8. So the Lionsgate portal is something that happens every year um, on August 8th, and it's when the star called Sirius, which is the second brightest star, um, rises in the sky and becomes visible slash aligned with the earth. And so this day is always a day of like abundance and luck and prosperity and just big magic, um, primarily like both because of the astrology and also because of the numerology of eight, eight, because eight is the number of abundance. And it's also, you know, the infinity symbol. And because there's, you know, two of them the eighth day of the eighth month of the year it's this like amplified abundance and this year it's happening on the new moon in leo so there's like whoa like mind-blowing potential for magic to happen so you know this is just basically a day where it's like there's a lot of potential for abundance and manifestation and luck so if there's anything that you've really been wanting to like ask for and go for and really put yourself out there like really boldly um especially because it's leo season and because it's this new moon in leo on the Lionsgate portal like go for it go for it all the way like do all the magic make do all the manifestation you know requests lists (laughs) light your candles you know do what you do um because this is a really really potent day And of course, as I mentioned, if you're in Portland, you know, we'll be gathering in person on this day in the park to do this kind of magic. Um, So New Moon in Leo is August 8th. And then on August 22nd, um, basically right before the sun moves into Virgo, there's a lot happening this day. um, We have our second full moon in Aquarius. So we just had our first full moon in Aquarius at the beginning of Leo season. And this will be our second one. So, of course, like full moons are always a a time of like, you know, in general, like looking at what is ripe, what has come to fruition, um, you know, what's ready to harvest. And also it can be a time of releasing. And because this is our second full moon in Aquarius in a row, you might, you know, look back to the first full moon and see what was kind of getting activated, what, you know, lessons were coming. And then look at that journey for yourself and see like what has transpired, what has felt like it's come full circle, you know, to this time. And it can also be a really good time for like clearing and releasing and intentionally making that transition, as I said, from, you know, fiery Leo to like earthy Virgo. So allowing yourself to intentionally release anything that is like a little too buzzy for you to carry into Virgo season. Um, Because Virgo, you know, it's it can be a little intense it can be a little you know anxiety activating you know to be frank um so if there's anything that's like a little too excessively buzzy you might want to leave it behind in leo season all right so that is our astrology for the month again if you want 
to see that in a little more detail if you want to see like a little cute calendar graphic um, as well as a report with photos of the reading that is to come um, you're welcome to check that out on my patreon that will be available for all levels of my patrons starting at one dollar a month and then we are going to take a quick little break for our sponsor and get right into our collective tarot reading for the month ahead okay welcome back so we are going to get into our collective tarot reading for the month ahead um, and if this is your first time joining us these are readings that are you know pulled for the collective so you know you can take or leave anything at all um, that you hear in this reading usually you know there's usually this medicine vibrates with everyone but if it doesn't like that is totally fine and just you know take what works for you or you know what leads you toward something else so the first card um we have four cards plus a little bonus card today um the first card the first question that we asked is the energy invitation of the month so basically yeah what energy are we being invited into for the month of august and what we got is two of pentacles in reverse so the image on this card today we have the traditional rider weight smith deck so the image on this card is kind of like a juggler person who has these two pentacles um that they are juggling and these pentacles are looped around with an infinity symbol and they're kind of in this act of like holding both in their hands holding both in the air in this kind of like place of balance of, of kind of duality and balance and this card is coming up in reverse for us today. And so the message that I got for us is like, where can we simplify? Where can we pause? Where can we put things down? Where can we create more space and expansiveness? Um, you know, so that we can live our lives. Like, can we take a little step back from work? Can we take a little step back from responsibilities? Can we acknowledge that maybe there are some things present in our lives that feel out of balance, that feel like they're taking up too much space, especially, you know, like things that we're doing in real life that we're working on, um, such as work or responsibilities? Um, you know, and also this card is asking us, like, are we ready to say no <laughs> two things that are too much for us like are we ready to say no to additional tasks that we don't actually have the capacity to take on right now um are we ready to be honest with ourselves about like how full our plates and our hands already are and about how much energy it takes like just simply to maintain everything that's going on you know are you feeling like stuck in a dance of or cycle of like stress, busyness, always feeling behind? And if so, you know, do you like that? And if no, you know, what, what solid action steps or changes can you make to break out of that dance that is like surely <laughs> exhausting you? Um, you know, how can you prioritize yourself, prioritize your needs, prioritize your pleasure, prioritize living and enjoying this fabulous time? Um, you know, do you need to start from scratch? Do you need to just like focus on one project or area of life? Do you need to like throw all of your balls up in the air and just say fuck it and just see where they land? Like, you know, this will look different for everyone, but there is an invitation to make some shifts and make some changes about 
the way we work and about how much work or responsibility we take on. Um, so yeah, just don't forget that it's summer, it's Leo season, and that like we will only be in this exact place and time once. Like it's just now, you know. <laughs> We're not getting any younger babes. Um <laughs> So, and that's fine. Um, but yeah, just don't, you know, of course we all have work and we all have responsibilities. Like that's a part of living in our, you know, capitalist world, but don't let your work and responsibilities take up all your time. Make sure you schedule in, you know, pleasure, vacation, play, dance, trips to the beach, like all of the things. It's summer. Get out there. Let the sun fill you let your cup be filled so that you have that energy that beautiful energy moving into Virgo season and then you can channel that you know towards actually being productive then um yeah don't forget to live while you're living that is the message of this card today all right so our next card our next question and by the way this whole reading is a little like <laughs> they're really giving it to us like it's very uh serious um so just be aware of that um okay so our next question is what will help us to channel our fires in a way that serves us and what we got is the five of cups so the five of cups is an image of a person who's kind of like looking away and has this like cloak and their shoulders are kind of hunched and they're kind of looking at their three cups that have spilled um, and they're just like kind of in their sorrow in their cups like in their grief you know meanwhile there are you know two cups that are upright behind them but they're not you know acknowledging them or being with that so again our question um, was what will help us to channel our fires in a way that serves us so the message that I got you know with this card is like the thing about fire is that it can create life and or it can you know destroy um and this really goes back to you know I did this reading before I did the intro to the episode but it really goes back and you know kind of connects to you know what I've been feeling about that like rage and sacred rage and that like we all have the potential especially if you are fire sign or have you know prominent fire sign placements we have the potential to be activated you know, by anything, like, you know, anything inside of us, anything outside of us, like, you know, all the time we have the potential to be activated, but especially during Leo season, it's just this like incendiary time. So if we have, you know, so just knowing that that's possible. And then if we have like unprocessed rage, unprocessed grief, like grief is also a precursor to rage. And if we have this stuff kind of like hanging out inside of us, hanging out inside of our shadow, you know, it can be activated and, you know, sparked into that rage that can like burn <laughs> something else that's like totally unrelated to like what the original hurt is. Like you can get triggered by someone, you know, for a reason in your past, in your trauma, in your shadow that has nothing to do with them and then take it out on them and then like you're causing harm. Um, so one way to kind of be aware of this and to set up like a good, you know, container for yourself is to acknowledge your grief, like to acknowledge your rage, um, especially if there was anything that was kind of like brought up or activated during cancer season that doesn't feel like 100% processed or 100% released. Like this is an invitation to consciously release 
you know, those things that might be hanging out that might cause you to, you know, to act out. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, doing this, actually doing this in practice, you know, there are many ways you can do this. And, you know, I have a couple of examples here of like, you know, ways to work with the elements. So if you do want to work with fire, um, you can call in the warmth and the light of the sun to like hold you, to warm you, to help you feel comforted. You can use a fire, you know, fire in like a burning or releasing ceremony, like writing what you want to release on a piece of paper and burning it in like a candle or fire pit or grill or whatever. Um, You can work with candle gazing, like flames, to drop in, you know, just like sitting in meditation, like looking at a candle flame, um, to drop into your own intuitive state in order to kind of access um, the deeper layers of what might be going on down inside of you. Um, If you, if fire is too much for you, you can work with water, which is a good, you know, complement to fire. Um, And I think everyone should do this anyway this month is like cleansing yourself in waters especially outdoors at like the ocean the river the lake like whatever it is like water has a serious you know both physical and energetic cleansing property so it can help you to kind of like cleanse and release or you can even do that after you do some kind of fire ceremony to get the last little particles off um definitely drink lots of water like this month in general um because it can help you to cleanse your body and because like we're all going to need it Um, If you want to work with the element of earth, you can, you know, place your bare feet on the earth to remind you that you are supported, remind you that you are connected to help like ground you and like get into, you know, presence. Um, You can spend some time with trees and mountains to, you know, learn from them about how to be solid, you know, radically accepting, be present with what is. Um, with air, you can, you know, cleanse yourself with smoke or you can just like go, you know, go on a walk or go, you know, to that mountaintop and like let the wind blow things off of you and just like visualize yourself releasing whatever it is into the wind that can carry it away. Or it doesn't need to be a mountain. It can be walking in a city street. It can be anywhere, but just like consciously connecting to the element of air. Um, And, you know, no matter, you know, whether you choose to do like, you know, one of these elemental practices or not, just, you know, you're invited with this card to acknowledge and release what needs releasing so that your fires can burn clean and with focused intention for maximum impact and satisfaction. So that is our (laughs) invitation to work with our fires, you know, make sure they're burning clean. All right, so our next card is Where are we being invited to inhabit pleasure, joy, and fun? And so, what we got for this is Three of Pentacles in reverse. Um, And the image on this card is there are three pentacles that are kind of built into like a the architecture, like, I don't know if this is called a buttress or what it is, but it looks like the architecture of like a stone building or a church. And there are these three like you know, maybe monks or priests um, or something in this card as well. And they're, they're very much like building something together. This card is about like building something together on a solid foundation. And it's coming up in reverse um, for us. And again, the question is, where are we being invited to inhabit pleasure, joy and fun? And so because we're getting three of pentacles in reverse, the message of this card is really just to like 
keep it breezy this month. Um, be flexible. Like nothing this month is likely to be set in stone. Like if plans change, that's fine. If you need to change plans, like in order to like honor your pleasure, in order to follow your intuition or your desire, like that's fine. Um, yeah, just like be breezy. And, you know, this can be a time for, you know, inspired creativity and ideas and dreaming out like visioning this life that you want um and so this is a really good time to like sketch out and create that and then you know maybe waiting or just like allowing yourself to be in that creating visioning mode until you know we get to Virgo season on the 22nd and then allowing yourself to actually start like implementing it into reality you know like you know, masterpiece paintings usually start with a sketch. So this is our time to sketch. Um, and again, like, because we got this card in this placement, like, this is another message, another affirmation that we don't need to be chained to work this summer. And that, like, we can, you know, pleasurably and even selfishly, like, use this time to stoke our creative fires and to then, you know, again, like stoke them so that we can then implement them, like get really clear on everything with ourselves so that we can make it a reality. Um, and then by the, you know, and I'm also kind of visioning like that end of August, like the 22nd until September 1st, like as a kind of transition period, um, kind of like cleaning up and getting things in order. And then like September, I think will feel very much like back to school, back to focus for us. Um, but we'll see. We'll have another <laughs> new episode for September. So, yeah. And the last message of this card is literally, like, to not be spending <laughs> a lot of time inside. Like, to literally get outside, like, experience life, receive the energy of the sun, work with the elements, like, live your life, people. All right. Last tarot card that we have today is... Uh, what are like the potential pitfalls or friction to be aware of? And what we got for this is actually the emperor reversed. And of course, the emperor is, you know, an image of a seemingly, you know, white cis man uh, sitting on a throne. It's, you know, it's basically the patriarchy order structure. It doesn't need to have to do with men, you know, at all. But that's just what this card is. I mean, that's one way you can interpret the image on this card. Um, and But in general, like, we all have our own emperor. Like, we all have our own ruler. We all have our own, like, solid structure inside, like, our own inner kingdom, um, which is different from the energy of, obviously, the empress and our own inner queendom. So just, like, being aware that we all, you know, have a bit of these archetypes in us in some way. So emperor in reverse. And again, the question is potential pitfalls or friction to be aware of. So this is a message to be aware of any like power dynamics um, or potential like power struggles that may arise. Um, so this could have to do with like the external, this could have to do with like others' expectations of us, or it could have to do with the internal, like with our own internalized like capitalist or patriarchal mindset. Um, or it could be responsibilities to our employer, or it could be responsibilities to ourselves and our own inner boss. Um, 
this could you know in terms of power struggles like this could also have to do with like friends or households families partners um you know with the lion's fire like activating everyone's (laughs) sense of being opinionated and passionate about their ideas you know their perspectives their desires their wants you know and as I've been saying this episode like you know prioritizing yourself well you know everyone is going to be prioritizing ourselves this month so we don't want to do that in a way that like harms others or causes a next unnecessary friction but like you know creating space for ourselves to go for full pleasure and also like not trying to control anyone else and allowing them to just like totally be them and do their thing 100% as well um and yeah so just being aware of that like we're all we're all prioritizing ourselves this month and that's totally okay um and also with this card like it may you know be hard and again also with that three of pentacles we just got it may be hard to feel like there's a lot of structure that month this month you know whether or not that is what you want and of course if you still like have a huge workload you still have to do as much as you do like you know do what you can and be aware that you may be a little distracted you know and you may just need to you know put on your out of office like certain weekends (laughs) so that you can just like create your own structure and make sure that like work isn't creeping into your fun time um so yeah take stock of your plans take stock of your responsibilities and identify like the most important things to do like the most important things to further your goals or whatnot um and and put your energy and intention into that which is actually a priority like actually the most important to do not actually just the easiest to do because you know it's possible that your free time hopefully will get filled in um and booked up with social events like vacations trips to the beach so just like making sure you do still fulfill your responsibilities but also knowing that like you just might not feel in work mode this month and that's okay um but in general just like be easy on yourself um and like still trying to have integrity with your word but also being easy on yourself like forgiving yourself if you fuck up miss a deadline like do something you know um and also like trusting yourself and trusting that like living is medicine for you and that like trusting that like everything will come back together especially as we shift into virgo season um because like even emperors need breaks you know that's that's just what it is no one can be on all the time all right so that um that's our main reading for the month ahead so I mean I think it's been very clear but like (laughs) creating spaciousness and allowing for things to change allowing for things to not be solid Um, allowing yourself to have fun and just like trusting that even if it feels like wild and messy and like you know you may be your inner critic may be like trying to get you to feel guilty about having fun just don't just just live just love you know live love laugh or whatever (laughs) enjoy um and then the last card um that we pulled was a an oracle card from the everyday witch oracle deck Um, and this, I don't know, this card is the cherry on top. That's just like what the phrase that popped into my mind. So the cherry on top for us this month, um, is transformation and change. So again, this is really, you know, and the image on this card is like a witch, um, like a badass looking witch in like a leather jacket and, and boots, um, walking with a broom. And then there's two cats that are meeting, 
um, and two butterflies in this image as well. And there's a lot of like sparkles and magic. So, I mean, this, you know, cherry on top, this is just a vibe and it's just like, we are, yeah, we're being invited to experiment, to transform and change and to like let and allow the fire to be alchemical. Um, so letting ourselves release things, you know, from our grief and our whatnot, letting ourselves like try on new shapes and, and shape shift and like do our little glamour magic and have fun and just like, yeah, we're, 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 we're being invited or allowed to shift whatever needs shifting and again then we'll move kind of into you know the fall and we'll want to be a little more grounded um it's just a really beautiful card so that is it my dears this has been really fun I've really enjoyed doing this episode for you I hope that you found some good medicine here I hope that it serves you in uh, mid-August, I will be uh, doing an interview episode with my partner, Kat, um, about Chinese medicine. Um, so stay tuned for that interview episode. And other than that, you know, you can find me in all the places on the internet. Um, no, but really, if you, you know, if you enjoy this show, if you enjoy my work, if you like feel supported and like you're receiving energy from this um I would love you know for you to join my patreon or you can you know become a direct supporter of this show but you know all of that like even like you know all the people who are on my patreon paying like five dollars a month like you know that's the price of like a latte and <laughs> if there's a latte of you then <laughs> that oh my god that was a terrible dad joke I'm sorry um if there's a lot of you you know there's power in the collective so like every person who is like yes I have five dollars a month to share with Sarah like it is worth it to me because like I I like her medicine it helps me um that adds up and allows me to like do this life full-time and not have to like do all the freelancing gigs that I currently do uh to make sure that I can eat so yeah just that invitation is always there and otherwise I really look forward to seeing you being with you again in the middle of the month many blessings for august my darlings take care thank you so much for listening to magic and medicine your support means the world to me if you enjoyed this episode please consider subscribing and leaving us a five-star review on itunes if you'd like to know more about me, join me for an upcoming event, or receive a one-on-one -on -one session, you can find me on Instagram at Sarah Rainbow or on my website, sarahrain.com. If you'd like to support the creation of this podcast, you're welcome to join my Patreon at patreon.com backslash sarahrain or make a donation at anchor.fm backslash magic and medicine. Take care and see you next time.